We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. And we've got a very special event today. We're joined by students from the Menangatang P12 College who also have a podcast. Hi, Kale. How are you? Good, thank you, Jade. Yourself? Oh, tremendous, tremendous. It's such a great um, a great thing to have you guys do a joint podcast with us. So thanks for um, thanks for sparing your time and I suppose thanks to your teachers too for <laughs> allowing it to happen. Well, that's uh, all right. I guess any spare time we have, we give it away, I guess. <laughs> really? Well, I'll keep that in mind next time I'm looking for volunteers. <laughs> Now, Kale, um, what year are you in? Um, I'm currently studying Year 12. You're in Year 12. Okay. And who else have we got there with you? I've got ten, uh, I've got TB with me. TB, right. Yep, cool. And yeah. that- Who's also in Year 12. Yep. Fantastic. And now is this, this is a VCAL subject, isn't it? Is that right? Yep. Yeah, this is a VCAL subject. Is it a media subject? I don't even know how VCAL wasn't around when I was at school. So can you just run us through how that works? So VCAL is pretty much a easier version of FUSI. So it's pretty simpler work, but also it's there just in case students struggle with hard work. So we have personal development skills, which is PDS. We have work-related skills. We've got literacy and math, which are the core subjects. And then we've got a whole heap of spares. So we study and do our TAFE work too. Ah, okay. So there's TAFE subjects involved in VCAL as well. Well, if we wanted to do TAFE, we can, but yeah. That's also an option as well. Right. So you can come, you can leave year 12 at Menangatang with a TAFE certificate. Yeah, yeah we can. Right. Are either of you doing that? Um, I've done an animal studies at the moment. I'm on level one, but... I'm going to continue doing that TAFE subject for the next two to three years, I think, so that I can get a certificate. What is animal studies? The so very it, it basically surrounds all the things that you need to know for being a vet nurse, so animal health and well-being, um, first aid for animals, what animals act like if they're aggressive or whatever, Um Pretty much all the stuff you need to know if you want to be a vet nurse. Wow, that's great. And, and is that what you want to do, TB? Yeah. I've always wanted to work with animals because, in my opinion, animals are 100% nicer than humans. <laughs> Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Sometimes I prefer dogs to people. <laughs> I agree. What about you, Kale? What are your plans post-school? What do you want to do? Um, I'm actually going off to university next year to study film and television studies. Are you? Well, and you're doing a little bit of uh, work experience for Clear Eyes New Media too, don't you? Yeah, I was very lucky enough to be provided with work experience there. Mm. Um, We've got some more for you too coming up. Don't you worry about that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) We've got heaps on. So I suppose that we'll explain why this has come about. So over the last um, week and for the next month, 
our podcast is doing, we're sort of centered around um, senior years of school and how um, extraordinary, I suppose, this year's been. And, you know, also talking about or to, and talking to people that have now gone on to have wonderful careers, even though it may not have been in their plan, you know, going off to university may not have been top priority. It's great that it is. Um, I was also of the same opinion in year 12 as you, Kale. I kind of thought, well, I'll go, I'll sign up for Swinburne Media and then ended up getting a job. So I never went to university, went to O-Week. <laughs> a couple of times with friends, which was fun. And that was enough university for me because I'm not a great student. So this is in, in keeping with that theme. And um, Nat and I, do you call Nat, Nat? How do people address teachers these days? Well, Let's- school, we just call them by their names because there's five of them that have the last name Plants. So <laughs> it's a bit confusing. Yeah, you just go around thinking, oh, hello, Miss Plant. Oh, wait, there's which one Nat are you talking Plant, about? there's Taryn Plant, there's Sarah Plant. And then there's Billy Plant. And it's very confusing if you just call them Miss Plant because you could be talking to two people and they're both plants and they won't know which one you're talking to. Well, it is Menangatang. So, you know. The school's pretty much made of plants, grants and morses. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we started a petition. They call this uh, Menangatang P12 plants now. (laughs) (laughs) And how's that? How many signatures have have you got? I don't know, two. I'll sign it. You can put I'd my one, two, three. I'll sign that as well. So the brief was that I'd given to Nat um, that we both do some radio commercials. We have someone do like some local stories and there was a few other things. So that's what we're going to work through over the course of the next um, hour or so. So who wants to go first? Do you want me to play um, some of your ads so how do you want to work it what do you want to do first i'll probably start off with one of our ads right which one uh which one's the best one do you reckon uh, i haven't heard them yet uh let's go to manang hotel okay let's play with manang hotel now i will say that while when i got these I tried to pick whose voices kale i picked straight away pbs i picked because she said who it was so oh. that's hard to pick oh yeah and uh, the other one I couldn't pick, which is the Manang Hotel. So let's have a listen to that one first. Want somewhere to stay? Well, don't ask again because the Manang Hotel has everything you need. For visitors, they have comfortable rooms at fantastic price. If you're a local and looking for a bite, they have great food and drinks available to purchase with dining or takeaway available. Open for lunch from Wednesday to Saturday and dinner available every night. Come stay and eat at the Manang Hotel today. And you'll regret that you didn't. Come on in and tell them that the MP12 sent you. Who voiced that? That's Kane. Uh, that's <laughs> our other classmate, Kane Haig. <laughs> he did a great job, but in the middle there, I, I thought it said, if you're looking for a fight, come on in. <laughs> I would yeah. be surprised. Yeah. And he pubs a place for a fight. <laughs> to be honest, overall, we recorded that many times and that came out the best. <laughs> Oh, Kale. Encouragement. We're all about encouragement. Let's play yours because I did quite enjoy You've got a great radio voice. Let's just um, say that. Kale. Jewelry and furniture and sick of having to travel an hour to Swanhill? Well, say no more and stop on by to Manangatang's very own Sassy Giving. Sassy Giving is a locally owned business based in our own small town. Debbie offers a range of gifts and homewares to suit all styles from baby gifts, jewelry, 
funky earrings, handcrafted good and furnishing at all the best prices. She's open on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Come on in for a chat or even just for a takeaway coffee and ice cream. Visit Sassy Giving on Wall Street in any time or call it 0429-341450 or visit Sassy Giving's own Facebook or Instagram page. Woohoo! Go Kale! <laughs> that sounded awesome. Yeah, I reckon that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it took me a while to get that script right. You guys went and approached the businesses, wrote the scripts and everything. Tell us about it. Yep. So first off, we offered the businesses. So we went to local businesses such as the Monet Hotel. Mm-hmm. We told them we, they could either provide us with an ad or we would personally do the ad for them. Mm-hmm. And for that, for a whole year, they only had to pay $10. $10? Jeez, yeah. you're undercutting me a lot here, Kale. Oh, sorry, How Jay. much do you get people to Well, it depends, but at the same time, this podcast is also part of the business and it's um, we have a lot of listeners and a lot of activity on our website and Facebook. So there's, you know, there's all sorts of value add things. Let's not talk about prices. It's all about the value that you get out of it and the businesses get out of it. All right. Thank you for putting that out there, (laughs) Joe. So you went and saw Debbie and the guys at the pub and Menangatang Handyman Services. Yo, my stepfather and my mother. (laughs) Yeah, so TB's parents run Menang Handyman Services. Uh, So we had to discuss all the pros and cons out of it and they were all very happy to do it. Great. So that was great. And we're still even looking for local businesses out there. So you also went and did some interviews with some local celebrities. Yeah, we have. We were fortunate enough to have Rod McKenzie, our local local fishing legend. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Gibbo. We've actually got a famous singer, Gibbo. Mm-hmm. And now Gibbo was on Australia's Got Talent or one of those shows. Uh, he was on The Voice, actually. Oh, The Voice. That's right. Yeah. It was too. Yeah, so that it was a huge honour to have him on. Yep. He's been playing pubs since I was going to pubs. He's been around a long time. Oh, yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, he's great at winning races. Let's yeah. just say he went to my birthday party and he was a live singer. Well, so- he's, he's been a live singer at a lot of birthday parties, yeah. a lot of weddings. He's been He's done the rounds. Yeah. He probably deserved to go on The Voice. He yeah. could sing any genre and any year of singing like 90s 80s 2000s he can sing everything and he sounds phenomenal he does so you know what let's cut there and we'll check out your chat with gibbo yes we will thank you hello here to talk about manang handyman service and what they're all about sarah and her employees are willing to do anything from cleaning surfaces to doing your washing and dishes to cleaning windows to vacuuming and just picking up any toys that are left around to even dusting anything you need cleaned call manang handyman adrian is willing to cut down any trees mow rake leaves clean up the backyard and anything you want done just ring They like to get to know the person they are working for and become close to them. So if you just need someone to talk to or have a coffee with, just call Manang Handyman Service. Contact Sarah on 0447924828.
Uh, g'day Gibbo, it's nice to have you on. Thanks for asking me mate. No problem. First question up, what was it like being on The Voice? Uh, it was uh, it was pretty exciting, nerve wracking um, and quick. Like um, there was a big process, I mean there was, uh, I think they had to have, I think there was 8,000 people auditioned and they had to get through all of the 8,000 people and they would dwindle it down to 120 that would actually go on TV. Whoa. Um, so it was a big process, massive big process. But it were, you're on there for like three minutes and then you're gone, never to be heard of again, mate. <laughs> What's your most favourite song you've ever sung? Um, uh, it's an old um, country song. It's called um, The Long Black Veil. It's a real ob obscure old song. It's about a guy that uh, uh, betrayed his best friend and it's sort of written from the grave. It's from him being dead and writing as a ghost. Oh, yeah. And it's, um, it's really haunting and, and beautiful. All students, primary and secondary. Good timing of the announcement. Yeah, great. I can. What's the story behind the Tin Dog song? Tin Dog Road. Yeah. Um, Tin Dog Road. Um, uh, the story behind the song or behind the name Tin Dog Road. I always thought Tin Dog Road was a cool name for a song, uh, for a for a road, and, and it was um, didn't old mate pick that had ten thousand acres there, and. Um, fenced it off but didn't put a gate there so he had a tin dog cut out tin cut out of a dog and put it on a post and every day he would move it and he'd believe the sheep would perceive that that dog was alive or something so that's how it got its that's how it got its name I think so the rumour goes so I just thought that's a pretty groovy story but apparently it did not keep the sheep in the sheep were not that stupid yeah. <laughs> and just finally what advice would you give to any singers out there um, just keep on doing it. If you like it, just keep on doing it. No problem. Um, there's no science behind it, man. Um, just, um, um, just remember that. Oh, good one. <laughs> no just remember that your biggest asset mode is the fact that you are you. No problem. Thank you so much for coming on, Gibbo. Thanks for asking me. No problem. Thank you. Cheers. It's been a long time since I've been in this place, Akia. Well, this is new, isn't it? This is new, but yeah, you well, recognise the library, it's a surprise. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah, which I've, I was never in there. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a big researcher at school. I sort of asked the kid next to me. Um, yeah. Someone asked me about um, uh, the song Tin Dog Road, and it's one I wrote about. Um, anyone heard of Tin Dog Road? Awesome. Yeah. Um, and apparently, a friend told me that from the top of the sand hill you could see the Murray River, well, the edge of the Murray River. So I wrote this song about that. But the same fella told me years later, after I wrote the song, said you can't see the Murray River there. So, but anyway, it's a, it's a nice, um, nice, uh, it's a nice illusion. Anyway, here it goes. Meet you down a tin dog road. You know the one you turn before you get to Annuello. 
Friend has got a sand hill, you can see the desert meet the river. Together we'll flow down in that murky stream. Beneath the gum trees and the cockatoos, the kangaroos and the emus, together we'll paint the perfect scene. Just you and me. Well, it's late May and the land has been tamed For the rains have been and revealed a tinge of green The crops are all sown and they're bursting from the ground In a race to beat the elements that will kill them somehow And we'll light a big fire and watch the sun go down Watch the skyline turn to perfect pinks And we'll burn those stumps, wait for the stars to dance again and we'll bask in all its glorious heat now, don't it burn good? That Malibu. Well, I guess life hasn't really flowed. Like that old river that just knows where to go. Sometimes I wish that we could meet in the middle of that stream. Lay our head back and just go with the flow. Leave the jobs behind, the deadlines and superficial things. And once again, we can be free, just you and me. Well, their silos stand like tombstones all around. Cause beneath them there was once a bustling town. And the ones that remain are just shadows of older days. But in my mind they live forever on And we'll light a big fire, watch the sun go down Watch the skyline turn to perfect pinks And we'll burn those stumps, wait for the stars to dance again And we'll bask in all its glorious heat now, now Don't it burn good? That Mallywood That Mallywood that Mali would. Yes. Any questions or what? Will you stare at me and make me feel awkward? Australian. Where, where do you think that is? <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. He's Australian. Yeah. Mm. Any more? Well, music. Um, I was probably like uh, 20. It'd have to be 20. Oh man. It'd have to be 30 years ago now. I played my first gig in the Monagatang pub. Okay. Um, if you take off the singing, it's the Animal Crossing song. If I? Take off the singing. The singing. The singing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Play another song, Gibbo. Yeah, it was called Tin Dog Road. And how long ago did you 
I wrote it. Um, I wrote it about four, four or five years ago, and I wrote it in Menangatang. I wrote it down in a farm, old farmhouse, old uh, uh, Rex Grant's place. It lived out, and, and I was in the middle of nowhere, and I just, uh, I started writing it. I've always reckoned Tin Dog Road's a cool name for a road. Yeah, mate. I was, I think I was 17. Yeah, now it was pretty bad and I haven't improved much since. <laughs> Any others? We got one over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, how old were you when you played with your song? How old? Well, I was probably, you know, maybe um, 16, 17 when I started to experiment with. Um, Music and singing and playing. Yeah, it's probably when I was, I was still going here. I think I was 17 when I was. So it was around the same time as at this school. Yeah, they had a pretty cool, uh, cool uh, music um, program going at the Nangatang when I was when I was especially going to school. It was great. I don't know whether it still goes, does it? Uh, you. It's not really. Um. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's about three years ago. Yeah, about three years ago. I think everyone likes a form of music. What you know, you don't like. You know, there's a lot of music I don't like, but I can appreciate that other people like. You know. Um, do you play any other instruments? I play the mandolin pretty badly, the harmonica even worse, and the banjo sounds like a. When I play the banjo, it sounds like a sack full of cats being beaten with a stick. <laughs> I love ban I actually love banjo but I'm not very good at it. It's pretty hard to play. Yeah mate. Are you good at using the guitar? I'm I'm okay. I, I get by. Probably my my um where I'm probably I'm probably more of a songwriter, sort of more with words. I'm a terrible drum player. Terrible. I know how to play on my own guitar. You can play your own guitar? Yeah. Awesome. But it's a little one. Oh, well, that's all right, though. Like a little ukulele? Yeah, yeah. that's what right. you mean. So maybe yeah. a couple more, Christine. Um, I'm from Menangatang. I was born in the hospital here, and I was raised in a farm just out, <coughs> out the road here, about 11 k's. I know a farm. You know a farm? Everyone knows a farmer in Menangatang. And Isabel's had her hand up for a while. Oh, so sorry. Is Stand up, maybe, Isabel. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, and, and, I, and I think it should, maybe. You know, as you grow up, you learn different things. You, you see different, um, from different angles and different times. And, you know, these are pretty crazy time. What? you guys are going through at the moment, like pretty crazy for everyone, but I... Mm -hmm. Yes, mate. Um, how much did the guitar case cost? The guitar case? No idea, mate, it came with the guitar. <laughs> it's like crocodiles. <laughs> it sort of, yeah, I don't know. It's, I know the guitar cost around $1,500, and that was about 25 years ago, so I don't know what it's worth now, probably not much. Do you want to play a few more songs? Uh, you want to play a few more Would you like to play a few more songs for us, Gibbo? Um, oh, I'll play one more, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. One more that you might know? Or oh, 
Any requests? I don't know. Without. I've never heard of this guy. No. Find us. I did. Find us song that you wrote. That you wrote first. The song. I can um I I wrote this this is one of the first songs I ever wrote. When I was seventeen, I think. 15, 17, I think. Called? called Mortal Man. Yeah. I've got to remember. Well, if I could write a ballad, be the best that I could do. Maybe it'd make all them pretty girls cry. A guy like me could get through. But I guess I'll have to face it. Some things about me will not change. So people have to accept me as I am. That is being a modern man. Can't do the scenes like they do them on TV I can't put them smooth lines in I've never been known for being a handsome thing So I guess I will remain a model man Just a model man Well if I could climb the highest mountains Well I guess I surely would Long as the rope that supported me at the end of it, something good. But I guess I'll have to face it. Something's about me when I change. So, honey, you'll have to accept me as I am. That is being a model man. Can't do the scenes like they do on my TV. I can't put them smooth lines in. I've never been known for being a handsome thing So I guess I will remain a model man Just a model man I see the pretty boys playing their scenes on TV Them pretty boys make a guy like me sick What if I could write about it? Being the best that I could do Maybe it'd make all them pretty girls cry And a guy like me could get through But I guess I'll have to face it Something's about me when I change So people, you'll have to accept me as I am That is being a model man can't do the scenes like they do on my TV I can't put them smooth lines in I've never been known for being a handsome thing So I guess I will remain a model man Just a model man On behalf of Men and Contain Peace Wealth College, thank you Gibbo for coming in and being part of both the podcast and coming in to perform for all of us. So, good on you. So thank you so much. Thanks guys. Pretty good. Right, go back and learn something now. <laughs> <laughs>
report. There is a lot happening in Minangkatang at the moment, despite the current COVID restrictions. After years of enduring the worsening state of the Rombau to see they growed, and a major town rally held in Minangkatang in September last year, works finally commenced a few months ago with widening and resealing the edges to make it safer. The speed limit has been put back to 100 km per hour after it was reduced to 80 km per hour, adding significant amount of time into trips anywhere between Rumbel and Sea Lake. Menangatang was also very lucky enough to receive funding as part of the Vibrant Villages application by the Swan Hill Royal City Council. This will include the painting of an amazing artwork across the front of the pool building completed by Beck Romeo from Swan Hill. There is also some major works happening inside the main tank pool. Leaks being repaired, repainting of both of the pools, new paved barbecue area, irrigation upgrades and new coloured bond fencing. The space will look amazing when finished. There are also some metal artworks being placed in the main township area and an extension of Lowland Park will be created which will be great for families and travellers. The Nangatang Hall was very fortunate to receive a $60,000 grant for a kitchen upgrade. The local hall is an integral part of the community and the upgrade is long awaited. Work should commence early next year. The Nangatang P12 College is now taking enrollments for 2021 in every year level. The college boosts an indoor stadium, an operating ag plot, digital smart boards in all classrooms, fully equipped science room, a full range of VCE slash VCAL and VET programs, a small VCE class sizes for individual attention, a full camps program, bike education and intensive swim programs, student leadership programs, advanced community engagement program, year 7 to 11 programs, year 7 to 11 exam program and much more. Year 6-7 transition day is Wednesday, December 2nd and the VCE Flying Start program is at the end of November. For more information, contact Principal Nat Move at the college on 03503512270. Are you considering commercial development? Fisher Developments can develop your commercial dream. They specialise in commercial tilt slab construction and have a large portfolio of completed builds. Fisher Developments have their own fleet of machinery consisting of excavators to 35-ton graders, water trucks and rollers suitable for most development projects. Fisher Developments are compliant with detailed performance standards, cost management, compliance requirements and ISO 9001 quality, AS4801 and FSC safety and ISO 14001 environmental management standards. Get full details with a phone call to Craig, but you can start on the website, fisherdevelopments.com.au. So there you go. That's one of our major sponsors, Fisher Developments. All about that, Val. Is also uh, where Jock McKenzie works in his day job at Piney Ford, who are our major, major sponsors. So there you go. Um, great chat with Gibbo, you guys. Well done. Is he in, he's obviously in Menangatang at the moment. Yes, yeah. we're very fortunate enough. He is in Manang this week. Ooh. When is the Manangatang races normally on? Uh, it would have been two weeks ago. Yeah, okay. Would have been the second Saturday in October. Right, because he normally plays at that, doesn't he? 
Oh, yeah, he's a huge hit there. All right, so I'm going to, now it's my turn. We'll do this little tennis type thing. I'm going to share with you, this is um, this is pretty awesome. This is Scarlett, who is now our, let's call her our Robin Vale correspondent. This is um, her little project over the last two weeks. She goes to St Mary's in Robin Vale and she too wants to get into the media. So I thought we'll give her a, a bit of a job as well. And she's done such a good job, both with doing the reporting, finding the stories and then putting the video together. Um, I think we're going to give her a job every couple of weeks because she's done such a good job. So sit back and enjoy this, you guys. I'm Scarlett and let's head into this new Robin Vale business. Three questions. Yep. Um, so let's let's ask the question. Go ahead. <laughs> um, question one. What's your business and your name? Well, our business is 146 uh, Vintage Gardens and it's a nursery, as you can see. We get plants, garden pots, trees, and it's something the community doesn't have. That's very cool. It looks very, it looks very nice. It Thank looks you. Very, um, I like it. There's lots more to come to. Yes. <laughs> okay, second question. Why did you start this business? Well, ever since I was little, there used to be a nursery called Bushland Nursery, which is next door. So we grew up going there with our, my mum, and every weekend we used to go there buy plants, but they had so many different things for kids, and I just love gardening. So I thought, why not do it? And I'm home with my kids because I've still got younger kids, so... And I love gardening. My garden out there, I just love being outside. So I thought, why not get into plants and trees? Make the town look pretty. That's a good reason. Yeah. Um, uh, Third question, what do you sell? I know it's pretty obvious, but... I know what we sell. We've got native plants, we've got ground covers, we've got hedges, we've got hanging pots, we've got garden pots, we've got trees. We're getting into fruit trees and we're also getting into indoor plants. Um, we've got seedlings coming. Um, eventually, we may get some outdoor furniture in. So we sell potty mix and a lot of antique because my husband collects antique. So they're also the same. So there you go. That's what we've got here. Um, can we take a look around? Yes. Looks, go for it. No problem. Thank Oh, this way. <laughs> okay. Right, let's All right. Okay. Mum wants to turn around. We're going to build a barn. Okay. Yep. So we got a big barn there. We gotta have uh, watering cans, gloves, oh, stuff. Yeah, it's a barn. <laughs> I thought you meant like an animal barn. Like, we have got an animal barn. That's the other side. <laughs> and then if you come here, we're gonna build a massive glass house over there. And we're gonna have an indoor plant. Then over in that forest pit here, we're actually going to put a pit area. So we're going to do a basketball court. We're going to have totem tennis and soccer. So that's what we've got there. And if you continue on down here, so, uh, so you look after you look after the kids so the mums and dads can spend money. Oh, yeah. So that's what we do. So that like for the people, my kids, yes, and not worry, not nagging. That's exactly right. And that's area there. Yeah. So at least they know where the kids are and they can spend money here yeah. and they're not wandering and going into the dam. Yeah. So this is the dam up. Oh, so here we plant a big water feature over here. And what you can do is plant trees. And yeah. <laughs> 
And it's very peaceful out here. So like that's a frog, that's a native frog out there that you can hear. We also have ducks also come here. And we've noticed a lot more butterflies and birds. And we have a lot of um, fairy lights coming. We're gonna put all through here so at night it can lit up fairy lights. You have to come past me. Can you imagine going up? So yeah, and then down here, this is where the garden pot's where, but we sold out. We had a really good run. Yeah, and um, yeah, so we've got orders coming. <laughs> you're very good at it. <laughs> I love you. You're very well. You're very well. Well, thanks for giving us a little toy. It's very Thank you. You're so sweet. You're very good at your job. Well done. Say thank you. Okay. I'll see you guys at the next stop. Bye. Okay, so we're here in the renovated Quinn store, and I'm going to ask um, this lovely woman some questions. So <laughs> let's start. Number one, what's your name and the name of the business? So my name's Jess Smythe. So my family's been here and Smythe's have been here for a while. And the name of the business is the Robin Bell Corner Store. Hmm. <laughs> Question two, why did you want to, why did you want this to be your job? Because why did you want to this? Yeah. So my great aunt Eleanor, about 50 years ago, um, used to own this business as a, as a corner store. And so I, um, saw that it was available and I wanted to buy it as a part of the, uh, keeping it in the family, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's a very good little business, everyone knows it's a, it's a uh, busy little store. So, yeah, we thought it would be nice to come up to the country again and, uh, yeah, do something different. Yeah? Interesting. <laughs> um, question three. Do you like doing this as your passion? Yes, so I think that um, for me, I've always worked in, I've worked in big business before. Mm -hmm. I studied commerce at school, so I've always been interested in business. Um, but uh, for me, it's more, it's more about the management of it and creating something for myself and um, yeah, doing something a bit different uh, and having all the responsibility and being able to juggle everything because every day is different in business. Okay, that's all the questions I have. But um, thank you for answering them. This is a, it looks very spooky for Halloween. Thank you for, thank you for uh, coming to interview me. It's not stupid. It looks like it's Halloween. It's Halloween. What are you eating? I'm eating an eyeball. This is Uncle Charlie's eyeball. <laughs>
Oh, good. <laughs> Second potato cake of the week. Oh, good. I should really let this cool down. Oh, there we go. So that was her little exercise. How oh, funny. <laughs> so Charlie is normally the podcast co-host or one of. Donnie is around when he's available and I should have got him in this week, but um, given the footy. But that is, um, yeah, Charlie's niece, Scarlett, who's done such an amazing job. I, I don't... You know what? I've learned not to expect things. When you handball jobs to people, you kind of go, right, here's your brief. It's loose. Be creative. And she smashed it. So Honestly, I thought she meant Charlie Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Charlie? Who's Charlie Charlie? Charlie Charlie, are you there? The ghost? I don't know. I don't know who that is. <laughs> some sort of horror story that I don't know about. Oh, I don't know what the well, kids are talking about these days. In high school. We can we do, we do this thing where we say Charlie Charlie are you here and then like you go into the bathroom by yourself you put a few candles lit in the bathroom what? turn all the lights off and then you say in the mirror Charlie Charlie are you here and there's a pencil and you put it on something that's flat and if it turns to the yes there's also a paper that sounds like you're conjuring all sorts of things that you shouldn't be playing with to me that's what that sounds like. <laughs> But I do remember we used to, when I was in high school, there was something to do with, I can't even remember, it was something to do with a mirror. Bloody Mary. Yeah, I think that was it. Anyway, so it's Halloween next week and uh, here's an exclusive for you all both. And this was a band that was around well before you guys were born. But the 42K fundraiser will be held next Saturday morning in Robinvale. And I can now confirm, I've just had a text message to confirm that there will be a full Shadow Rock reunion. The Costa Whoa. Brothers are back Whoa. together and they will be performing Saturday morning Whoa. at the 42K event. Where's this oh. at? Is that at Robinvale? Yes, at the community centre on the community stage out in the open, which is phenomenal. And that is big news. That's the best news I've heard all day. I know. Do you even know who Shadow Rock is, Kale? Sort of. <laughs> I'm just wooing because a band's getting back together. But, you know. oh, I love when bands get back together. So who do you guys want to cross to next? Uh, let's cross to Rob McKenzie. Yeah, Codmac. Yeah. Can't what wait. a legend. My other oh, he's a true legend. <laughs> do you fish? Yeah, I fish a fair bit. Do you oh, really? She asks him for a lot of advice. I reckon everyone asks him for a lot of advice. Have either of you ever been out with Rod? No. Yeah, we're going out with him this weekend. Really? Yep. Where are you going? Moama. Oh, okay. I thought he might have had some secret spots that I was going to finally get out of someone around. He goes, he goes to the Murray in Swan Hill a lot. Yeah, yeah, I've tried to get out of where – I've tried to get out of him before where his secret spots are. He's slipped tight on those. He's so easy. If you follow him with your car, trust me, you'll find it. You just follow where his car goes and he goes there. Um, Again, I think that's stalking, which is slightly illegal. Anyway, righto, let's cross to Rodmack. Welcome to the Benane Podcast. Today we're going live with the Vale Podcast featuring Rod McKenzie, the local fishing legend. Right, Rod, tell us about some of your fishing stories. God, mate, I've got millions of them. But uh, I guess I started fishing when I was... Very young, 
probably five or six years old, and uh, I've fished ever since. I'm now, you know, well past 50. <laughs> so it's not just a passing phase. So I don't really have many stories, mate. Like, it's just been one long story. It's just uh, one thing rolling into another. I've been overseas to Europe fishing. Um, I've fished with most of the most of the high flyers in the fishing industry, Rex Hunt and um, Paul Worsling, um, Jacob Wagner, he's from the UK, he's a fairly famous fisherman that uh, does stuff for National Geographic. Um, yeah, I've just spent my whole life fishing, mate, there's a million stories, but they just all roll into one. Can you tell us about some of the biggest, most challenging fish you've ever caught? Yeah, well, to start with, it was Murray Cod. It took me a while to work them out. Um, and then when I finally got my first big one, that was about 86 pound. And that was at Robin Bar. Um, probably kingfish would be the toughest fish I've ever tried to catch. And I caught them at Coffin Bay. We get reasonably big kingfish here, but the biggest ones are in New Zealand. But the ones we caught at Coffin Bay were pushing about 45 kilos which is a massive kingfish for Australia and uh, we went over and caught a few of them but it took four trips, 10 days each trip which is 40 days in hull to catch six fish and that's from that's getting up at four in the morning and going to bed you know after dark so uh, long days a lot of hours for special fish. What made you move up to Manang then? Uh, I came to Manang as a shearer and uh, I liked the place so I just stayed. There's plenty of work so just stayed, just stayed on. Have you got any advice for any young fishers who can't seem to catch anything? Uh, I think just stick with it mate. It's like any sport. It's like any sport. The more you do, the better you get. The better you get, the more you do. Uh, it just goes around in a circle. It's, just, it's, it's You learn as you go. Um, take advice from other people that are good at it. Watch what they do. Um, you learn more listening than talking. So, uh, yeah, just stick at it. You'll work it out. All right. Thank you, Rod. That was brilliant. <laughs> no worries, mate. <laughs> Get noticed more on the street. The new Ford Puma is the small SUV that makes looking good easy. Striking appearance and unmissable silhouette. The Puma is so good looking, you won't believe how smart it is. Some features are even controlled from your smartphone. The new Ford Puma. Effortless style from 31990 drive away. Recommended price. T's and C's apply. See Ford.com.au for details. Pioneer Ford Robinvale. Visit pioneerford.com.au. LMCT 7329. There's actually three new Ford Pumas at Piney Ford right now. I took one for a drive with Ben during the week. Very cool little cars. And one of them has massage seats. Oh, you lucky bugger. I'm, I'm not even kidding. The base model of the one that Ben has in the yard has massage seats. We did have a car that was a lone car and that had massage seats, but we didn't get that for really? I just thought, surely massage seats, if you're on a long drive, would put you to sleep. It would put me to sleep. Anyway, I haven't tried out them. That's a smart idea, but you know. And I will. Um, so Rod Mac, Cod Mac, no, Rod. <laughs> Both is applicable. <laughs> Both of the following. Yeah, exactly. Um, good chat, you guys. Uh, he, was, he was just a ripper to talk to. Absolute best down to go, earth guy you could meet. 
And you know what? I love that he, like he is, if you're in that space, the fishing world, he is an absolute superstar. My brother-in-law has refused to meet him because he thinks he won't be able to hold it together. That's the kind of, like we're talking Ronaldo type <laughs> celebrity <laughs> in that in that realm. Um, and you guys handled it perfectly because he's just a bloke from Manangatang that likes to fish. Yeah, he yeah. talks to everyone and anyone. Yeah, he's just so happy to talk to anyone, guy. You should hear him when he's at home just whistling along. <laughs> Are you related to him? We live oh. next door to each other. Well, I like to call him his other father, but, you know, that's all right. Ah, there you go. See, we find out all all lots of little pieces of information talking to you guys. Now, let me ask you a couple of things. Where is your podcast available for the general public to listen to and where can we find it? Well, for starters, you can go to our Nankatang P12 College Facebook page and then you can find the links in there. Mm-hmm. But it's also on a website on the app Buzzsprouts. Buzzsprout. Yeah, it's a unique one. <laughs> is, that, is that a podcast server like Stitcher? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Right. Awesome. So you're not on, you don't go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything like that. It's a very niche one. Yeah, we're too cheap for that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you get sponsors, Kale. This is the whole point. You get sponsors so that they pay for that kind of stuff. All right. Next time we'll up the answer to 50 50 bucks. 50 grand. (laughs) Grand. Good luck. Then you can make it a full time job. Which yeah, would be yeah. amazing. But things like that, like 15 bucks a month. Businesses are usually okay with, you know, supporting things like that. You yeah. Would. yeah, especially out here, businesses are just too happy to support school students. Purely because it's a very remote area and no one really has anyone. Well, there's not really any alternatives for advertising and communication, which is why that's why we started this podcast. I'm guessing that's kind of why you get you guys did too, apart from your VCAL studies, correct? Yeah. Yeah. This is something. We just wanted something to give to the community after they've given back to us and just kind of yeah. let loose when it comes to the radio. It'll be, yeah. We're hoping this will be here long after we're gone. So, no so you set it up for the next class to come in and just take it over when you're gone? Yeah. No ha- promises, though. That's what we're hoping to do. We're hoping to pass it on to the next class from to next year. And will there be um, students there that are interested in this type of thing? Well, there's always going to be that one that's interested in this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like there's yeah. all different topics that they're interested in, but there's a few. There's one that's intermediate, so I'm hoping they'll be able to take it on. Yeah, great. Excellent. Well, that's good news. Guys, thanks so much for getting involved and happily taking on this crazy idea that I had, you know, one one morning and emailed Nat and went, hey, how about we do this? And she went, yeah, great idea. That sounds awesome. Um, well, it's we- not so crazy when you've got a media geek over here. Well, yeah, but you know what? He loves this. He's loving it. You know what? That's where it all starts, TB. He doesn't want it to end. You know where my career started in school? In year nine, that was the last media class that was offered to me at Swan Hill College at the time or Swan Hill Junior College. Might have been year 10. Nah, no. Regardless, we were still using cassettes and I had to produce a radio show using a cassette. Oh, that would be tough. It was tough. 
don't you like trying to maneuver the double decker tapes to record it, it was yeah I've probably- fresh what's a cassette <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not the digital geek like used to i'm sorry oh my god it's so far before digital you are not even <laughs> uh, you have to be used to that stuff <laughs> that much that's awesome. All right, before we go, what? who's your tip for the weekend? Kale, you have to be careful because I know your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely have to be careful. Of I can't see Richmond not losing the way they've been playing last few weeks, so come on, Tigers. You can't see Richmond not losing. That's a bit of <laughs> moron. So you've just said that Richmond are going to lose. Oops. <laughs> I, mean, I can't see Richmond not winning this, so... <laughs> oh, you're funny, Gail. No, well, that's that's the more, much I more. I think his mind's gone to a bit of a blur now. Oops. CB, what about you? Who's your tip? Oh, I don't know. I'll just go for Tigers because that's a family <laughs> team, I guess. No, you know what? We're sick of bandwagon jumpers. If you don't, if you're not committed, don't bother. No, I go for Collingwood, but <laughs> oh god! Oh, shut up. Yeah. Collingwood's so much better than Tigers. Dustin Martin with that trash haircut. (laughs) Guess what? We're going to leave it there. Thanks, guys, for getting involved. No problem. Thank you so much for having us, Joe. A lot of fun, and I hope we've got a few more career podcasts over the next few weeks. We're talking to actually a guy that has a lot of letters after his name next week. So uh, anyone that's interested in healthcare and medical, that'll be one there to pick up on. And hopefully we'll have a real journo in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that one. Have a great weekend, a long weekend, you guys, and good luck with exams as well. Well done, Sunraysia, for helping keep the virus under control. While things are slowly getting back to normal, don't forget about federal government incentives, including the instant asset write-off. With that small business feel and customer service, Pioneer Ford Robinvale are COVID safe and here to help any business with commercial vehicle sales before time runs out. Thinking of taking advantage? Contact Pioneer Ford today for a no-obligation chat about your options. It's worth the drive. Pioneer Ford Robinvale. Pioneerford.com.au. LMCT 7329. See Charlie. Back. And, back. <laughs> and we've got the man in the studio. Yeah. But you Hello. need to sit nice and close, Ben Rogers. Hello. How Thanks. are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. I'm slightly surprised and yet disappointed that you're not dressed as Gary Ablett. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> um, because there's a very important game. Oh, oh the footy's on this week, but isn't it? He did come oh. to the dealership. He so. did, and so did Basha Hooley. <laughs> <laughs> Those pictures were good fun. That, yeah, good fun taking them or good fun to post? Probably Take both. Them. Yeah, both. <laughs> well, the first thing that came to mind when I saw those pictures was, oh, my God, it really does look like Gary Ablett and Basha Hooley in front of Piney Ford. Well, yeah. From about here up. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Oh, no, I've got I, Basha's body. I well, I was going to say, I wouldn't put you in the same athletic category oh, as right. Basha Hawley. Gotcha. Yeah. That's the jumper was saying. nice and tight, wasn't it, Charles? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I it's nice breathe. and tight. I couldn't it, breathe. It's fine. It's nice <laughs> and tight on me. So that's okay. I'll still wear it. Uh, ben, you've got the new, you've got three Pumas. Yep. Three of them out the front now, the whole range. Mm. Some, uh, nice bright blue, silver, and white one there. I asked you this the other day, but I'm going to ask you again. What makes a compact SUV an SUV and not just a hatchback? Uh, it's the right height and 
basically. Wait a minute, so the Puma's not a hatchback? No, it's a small SUV, mini SUV. Exactly. See, that's where the confusion is. That's why I asked the question. Does Ford have a hatchback? Yeah, Focus. Oh, okay. They're still making Focuses. Yep. Focuses. Try and say that a few times really fast. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The the plural. That's what the cool kids at Ford call it. A foci? Yeah. That's like a cactus. Yeah, I think Henry said it. Um, Let's talk about – let's get the housekeeping out of the way first. Charlie's got an announcement. And then I've got an exclusive – Oh, yeah. Hold on to your hats. This is you're a ben, major. Lucky you're here today. Yeah, lucky you are here for this announcement because you're hearing it first. I had to be picked up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, can't yeah. wait. But anyway, <laughs> in other exciting news, uh, so I got handed a, uh, well, a leaflet, pamphlet. We'll call that a flyer. A flyer. flyer. Yeah. Mm. You'll see them around town. Uh, it's from RDHS uh, and it's about the drop-in centre, the mental health drop-in centre. So Anthony was around town today, just handed them out. Uh, and he dropped one into us. So now it says uh, at the Rumvale Primary Care Centre, you can go. Mm-hmm. It's confidential. No mm-hmm. appointments needed. Uh, mental health drop-in clinic. Opening hours are Monday, Wednesday, Friday between 9am and 2.30pm. Oh, 2.30pm. Uh, That's good. Yeah. So, And also if you have any uh, inquiries, just call the primary care reception. And there is a number here, but you can just put it on the page. Oh, I can. But read it. Zero three five zero one five one eight one six zero. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, which is great news, and we're actually going to do a podcast live from there next week. Who's going to get on the couch? I don't know if you want me on the couch. <laughs> I don't know if you want me on the couch either. But I thought that would be a good way to to maybe take away some of the apprehension stigma? and stigma around it. We'll do a fly on the wall session with either Billy or Anthony. In the drop-in centre. Charlie's natural spots on the couch, I thought. <laughs> we, can, we, can talk about, uh, we can talk about chooks and stuff. Ma- you know what? Maybe we should deep dive into your fear of chooks. I reckon that would be great, uh, actually. I had to, had to help out Nordo today because he's obviously working and um, he had to buy some feed for his chooks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did pick it up and I did take it to the chook pen. I made him go in. There was no... Do you want to unpack this a little bit? Not now. <laughs> Why not? We'll save it for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah on the couch. You can mm. ask, ask Joe. He'll tell the story. Is it, It's something to do with being locked in the chook pen, isn't it? Well, I don't even know anymore. Mm. So maybe we will unpack this next week with a mental health professional. Mm. Mm. Right. Um, I can feel my blood pressure going up already. Yeah. You know what? You know what happened to me when we were talking about talking about our fears and stuff with Billy and Anthony a couple of weeks ago. You know what came on TV last night without notice and I freaked out? You don't watch free-to-air TV, do you? Oh, no, I do, but... So I think it was Channel 7. It might have been one of the Foxtel channels. Batman versus Superman came on. And in that first scene, just the sound of them, oh, my God, I lost my mind (laughs) and had to leave the lounge room. The sound of what? Bats. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's my thing. I Yeah. And I thought I was just about over it. At least I can say the word now. Anyway, maybe we can unpack that next week as well. But that's something to look forward to. Something else to look forward to. Yeah. Here's to that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you should, maybe you should come along, Ben. Uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> since I'm the – well, I'm Switzerland here. Uh, no, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. We'll get to that after. I've got an, I've got an oh, exciting sorry. announcement. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Hold on to your seats. Hold on to your seats. And if you're not lying down, probably lie on the ground. <laughs> or at least sit down at the very least. Over. So, 
Next week, the 31st of October, yes. Luke will be running his 42Ks in Robinvale. Yep. There are a few entries left. There's not many entries left, but there's a few. I'm doing 14Ks. What about you, Ben? Um, I'll do something there. I think Ben's I've volunteered. Been, I think my wife's volunteered. Oh, because I was going to say, yeah, yeah, Ben's volunteered. And I think he's going to sell drinks with Jack or for Jack okay. or for IDHS, one of them. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We'll work something out. Yeah. So there will also – the community stage will be there for some live musical performances and John and Mick will also be performing. But the headline act, and I am so excited to announce – It doesn't need a drum roll. I don't have one in the bank. I'm sorry. Doing one. I'm doing one. Can you hear that? That's a drum roll. Yeah, I think Cardboard Charlie could probably do better. Um, Shadow Rock in full reunion. (laughs) I'm not even joking, Ben. Ben's sitting here going, what? I'm waiting for the punchline. He's done. We're talking Noel, Specs, Don and Paul. Is Charlie going to make an appearance? He's going to help out. Cardboard Charlie might do a set or two (laughs) on the keyboard. (laughs) Well, yeah, and it was talked about that if when I when I brought this up with Paul, we did discuss the possibility of having Charlie oh fill in, like actual Charlie. <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> well, then it was decided that cardboard Charlie would be a better fill in. <laughs> well, there you go. That's surprising. I haven't seen him play for a few days. For days. a few days. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, a little while. I think the last time they did a reunion was in two thousand and eighteen. They did a small one for a country music channel, I think. Okay. Mm. There you go. So there you go. That, that is, is exciting. exciting. News. Big news. Yes. They will be playing from 10 a.m. at the community centre next Saturday. Yeah. Tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your grandparents. Kids will remember that forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see Ben's hardly <laughs> keeping his clothes on. <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> There will be people that do get really excited about this. They were a big deal in their day. Yeah, Paul's still a big deal. Oh, can when Luke's like finishing, can they do the yeah the wedding wing? Oh yes, we'll have to talk to Paul. Yeah, we'll talk to someone about it anyway. Righto. Now let's get stuck into this technical discussion. Ben, Charlie is Switzerland. He can be the adjudicator. Um. Well. Persuade me. Who am I supposed to be going for? Because really, end of the day, Richmond or Geelong. Well, obviously Richmond. Richmond are the un- have turned out this week to be the underdog. How? No, the no, media no. hype around Geelong has just been insane. I've had to turn off all of my major media outlets. I heard. I feel the other way around, to be honest, Jake. Crawford's <laughs> tipping them, reckon they're going to romp home, and a few other people, no, nah, the underdogs will come through. You guys played your grand final last week. It was an easy run. What, you know what, Ben? Unfortunately, Richmond were lucky to win because none of us played any good. We were apart from Toby Nankervis. So you're not in form, is what you're saying? No, I'm saying we're hitting <laughs> form at exactly the right time, and you blokes possibly Take played off at the wrong time. Yeah, Geelong peaked, nah. at they peaked at Collingwood. No, Geelong peaked last week when they thrashed Brisbane. So, but two easy games. They're coming into it pretty much rested. And well, no, they're not though. Uh, Are they? What about Hawkins? He's back at training. Yeah, pity he didn't have COVID. (laughs) (laughs) That that would be a bit of a disappointing (laughs) grand final if half the team come down. With COVID in Queensland, it would certainly put things back a month or two. Mm. Um, Yeah. Is he going to play? He's back at training. Will he play? He had a COVID test and was fine, apparently. He had a sniffle. Heard heard it on the news this morning. Oh, a bit of hay fever. But also, good on him. Go and get the test because, you know, if it come back negative, yep. that would have been disaster. Yeah. It did come back negative. 
No, come sorry, come back. COVID positive. Mm. So yeah. it would have been a disaster. You're dead right. Yeah. We wouldn't. We probably yeah. wouldn't have had a grand final. So, yeah, so good on you for having the courage to. Yeah, had a bit of a tickle, had some symptoms. <laughs> and that's what everyone out. has to do. Yeah. Get symptoms, get tested. Yeah. Said it about a thousand times. Good mm. on you, Hawkins. Mm. Never thought I'd say that, but good on you. I'm still not going to say that. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, well, on the upside, that's the only good thing he does this week. <laughs> <laughs> it could possibly be the only good thing he does this week. Yeah, I'm. Right. Are you a Tom Hawkins fan? Well, he wins games for us. Yeah. Does he, though? I feel like. No, does he, he, though? He's definitely come come along this last year, especially. Mm, I don't know how much I consider anything that's happened in the AFL this year. He's a Coleman medalist, though. Like everyone else. <laughs> he's a lazy full forward. Of course, he's a Coleman medalist. Wait a minute. If you've got Patrick Dangerfield, Joel Selwood, Gary Ablett, and the other fifty-five thousand ballers they've got there, like <laughs> or well, eighteen. Well, you know what I mean. If you've got that midfield uh, fitting in the ball, like. They are. Like, yeah. if you're not kicking goals... There's something wrong. There's something wrong. I agree. If you're not the common mentalist, mm. you should have a good hard look at yourself. Mm. Well, that's that's a very good point. Mm. Exactly. Geelong will be right. I'm confident. I've got confidence. I think are I've you? I've got a couple of bottles of red wine on it with various people. Yeah, yeah. you really have. <laughs> You're either going to clean out your wine rack or really stock it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. But um, obviously, you know, Dusty, another Norm Smith medalist. Uh, yeah. I'll rig it again. Well, you know what, though? I'm not – I don't think – He shouldn't have won the first one. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think he should have won right. the first one. I think. I agree with you, Charles. Yeah, I agree with you too. I think Basher Hawley should have won the yes, first one. Um, I don't know that he will – if Toby Nankervis played, plays again like he did last week, then, no. yeah. Okay, he just gets it anyway. They love him. Yeah, I know. they do. And you know what? There was a very good point made to me last week. Actually, the week that um, Tom Lynch – Comp that little fine for the knee to the neck. Yeah, and commentators. Didn't get yeah, and you know what? Commentators and the media play such a big part in the game review committee that because they they do love and Bruce in particular loves Dusty and he loves Tom Lynch, Tom Lynch yeah. that they get away with everything. I don't. I don't think if Dusty, unless Dusty has fifty five possessions, I don't think they'll give him the Norm Smith medal and we win by five goals. Yeah, I'm going Gary Ablett. To win the Norm Smith in his last game, and Richmond to win by ten points. Well, his dad won the Norm Smith in a losing grand final, so yeah. that's possible. That's what I'm going. But with. no, I reckon Geelong, Harry Taylor, and Gary Ablett retirement. That's they're going to do it for those guys, sure. Fourth, uh, fourth grand final as a captain for Joel Selwood. Yep. Win <clears throat> fourth win. Sorry. Answer me this: Has Danger played in a grand final before? Um, according to the media, no. His first yeah. grand final he's played in through his whole football career. Ooh. Could be shaky. Pressure also brings players unstuck. Just ask Tex a couple of a couple of years ago. Yeah. 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 Where did mm. they go? Well, exactly. Um, On the upside with danger. Uh, yes, he's pivotal. But if he does have a shit game, there's also, like we were saying before, how many other Geelong players that will step up? Yeah, but none. If danger has a bad game, then the rest of the team falls over. They do. Ooh, they do. I um, I'm tipping, obviously, Richmond, but I think it'll be close. I think it'll be about two points and Shane Edwards for the Norm Smith. Ooh. And I've been saying I, for years Shane Edwards is the best small forward in the game. And when I said that 
five or six years ago, I was laughed at and mocked and ridiculed and made to feel like I didn't know anything about the game. And I think over the last five years, the last three years in particular, he's proved me right. He's so he's been underrated for the last five years. I think. What do you reckon? Ben? Hopefully, he has a blinder. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. But um, I uh, I reckon. I was going to say then. Cats by how much? Um, I reckon it'd be a goal or two in it, but I really hope it's a close game rather than mm. the one that was last year. Richmond supporters didn't even end up watching yeah. half of it last yeah. year. Yeah. It was boring. Well, yeah. being a night grand final, you can get a bit early, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a blowout. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you're right. I hope it's a, I hope it's a decent game. That's all I want because our last two grand finals have been ordinary games. So who's your Norm Smith? Yeah, they can't play um, well when it's a competitive grand final. Who's your Norm Smith? <sighs> How do we even know? Um, I reckon Ablett would probably be up there. He's been playing all right lately. Last week, he was a gun. Yeah, that's what I said. He played his grand final last week. Oh, here we go. (laughs) He's an old man. Can he string two together? I don't think so. He'll be still recovering. He's an old man as far as footballers go. I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be right. (laughs) He's also (laughs) Gary Ablett. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's that. He's probably one of the better players going around. Um, can Can we touch on the Melbourne Storm? Oh, yeah. I don't think no one cares. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Pick yes. your audience. There's a lot of people that care, especially in Robin Vale. In the listen to this? Yes. Ooh. An incredible amount. In fact, I was supposed to if have an interview. This, if you listen to this and you like the Melbourne Storm, please uh, write on the Facebook page. I was supposed to. In fact, we got and some. And say, Charlie, you were wrong. <laughs> oh, please. Just for the love of all that's holy, write on the Facebook page, Charlie, you were wrong. wrong. <laughs> But um, we were supposed to have an interview or a chat with someone who was in oh, Robin Vale. Yeah. yeah. What to that? that um, well, he's ghosted me. Oh, yeah. fair enough. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I messaged him yesterday trying to chase it up and uh, I haven't heard anything back. But anyway, um, this could potentially also be Cameron Smith's last game, mm. yeah. who's he's had a potentially – He's had he's a brilliant been, career. Potentially the greatest of all time. Yeah. Mm. Potentially. Oh, agree because I don't know any other ones. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, Laurie Daly isn't he good? <laughs> um, yes, Mel Meninga. <laughs> yeah, but I think Cameron surpassed Mel Meninga a long time ago. Um, Mel Meninga's got a statue. Yep, Cameron Smith will have a statue oh. too when he retires. Right. In fact, doesn't he have one already at the front of Wally Lewis? This is the only people. Oh, uh, yeah, he's surpassed Wally Lewis. Oh, jeez. Yeah. As far as games played and not tries scored, but he did pass Craig Bellamy two weeks ago with oh, tries scored. Um, what else? Uh, he's potentially the greatest yeah. of all time. I'm not – I'm actually more nervous about that game than I am about Richmond. Really? To be honest, yeah, he's, because I would just yeah. love a fairy tale ending for Cameron Smith because if they win – Yeah, like Gary Ablett. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But uh, the Storm are the underdog, underdogs, aren't they? Yeah, very much so. Panthers, Panthers are yeah, 17. Yeah. They haven't they lost. They haven't lost for like 17 games. Uh, yeah. What time are we talking? What uh, I think time? it's 7 o'clock Sunday night. And the NRL, like just for the, the theatrics of a grand final, mm. the NRL do it so much better than the AFL do. This year um, AFL is going to be good. Oh, Cub Sport are playing. You called that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was looking for Brisbane people and they've got a lot of uh, local Brisbane artists, which is good. Mm. No, no stupid internationals like bloody meatloaf. No, oh, I don't think they'll spend the money doing that again. Last year, I will say one of my one of my most favourite memories now will be seeing Paul Kelly play on the MCG at a Richmond Grand Final. Yeah, like yeah, that's right. yeah, it's true. There's not much that can yeah. you know 
Bertha McKids and Wedding Day may be an exception. <laughs> they came come close, but seeing Paul Kelly play on the MCG on a Richmond Grand Final day is certainly up too. there. That Richmond won. Yeah. 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 Ben, best of luck. Yes. May the best team win. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be Geelong. Oh, just get in there. Have you seen um, Tony Natale's display on Happy Valley Road? I've seen photos of it. Oh, it's past, um, pretty good. Yeah, apparently. He's got a good effort in again, as he does with the Christmas lights each year. Yeah. He spends a bit of time doing it. So mm. Hey, can we talk it. about Reba really quickly? If you like, yeah. Reba gift cards? Yep, Reba gift cards um, available for purchase at the bar- bargain basement. Are yeah. they? Yep. Getting out okay. for Christmas? Yep, mm. getting for Christmas. They're great Christmas presents. Um, we've used them for staff bonuses as well. Mm. Um, so they can don't have to just spend it on one shop. They can spend it in numerous various shops. Yep. There's a list that's pu- uh, published in today's Sentinel mm-hmm. of all the people and there's still a few guys that are going to sign up, I believe, and hopefully more can sign up because the more people in it, the better. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about it, contact me or Julianne and uh, Julianne Lloyd at Lloyd's Panel Works and um, – we can get you signed up. It only mm. costs 50 bucks a year for membership. And there is the Christmas promotion, which we are about to launch at the start of November for people to collect their receipts again to win cash. Oh, money cold, to be spent in Robin Cold Vale. Cold cash. Is it Robin Vale uh, dollars? That's or? Robin Vale River dollars oh, for the yeah, participating right. businesses. Mm. So there's a couple of grand to win first prize. So Awesome. Do your shopping locally, support local. Yeah. Last year was the first year I actually got organised and put my envelopes in. Yeah, I've been a bit slack and I yeah. shouldn't put envelopes in if I'm – Drawing it. Well, yeah, you probably shouldn't either. That, that's but, yeah. a good point. Can Reba members enter or not? Um, I guess. Yeah, no, they can. If you've got mm. valid, mem- um, receipts. valid, valid receipts, yep. yeah, receipts are checked at the draw. As long as you sure don't have like – up to the $200 of receipts you've yeah, got. And it's not $200 from Piney Ford. Yeah. $200 from Piney Ford, Ben Rogers. $200 Piney Ford, Ben Rogers. No, you can't um, use can't business receipts from your own business or if you, work, if you work at the business, you can't put receipts in from the business you work at. Right. That's probably fair enough. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Best of luck, Ben. Yes, best of luck. You're going to need it. Mm. I hope it's a good good game. I hope it's a good game too, and I think it will be. I'm quite excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, actually, I don't know whether excited is the correct adjective to use. Is Luke still keen to play golf? Yeah, look, this is the Who Cares Cup for Luke because he hates yeah. Geelong with a passion because he's a Hawthorne supporter, but hates Richmond even more. Um, I thought we were going to go to Swan Hill. That hasn't been confirmed yet. What are you doing for it? Oh, well, I thought me and Luke were playing golf. <laughs> that's why, like at night. That's why he wants to, yeah, okay, that's why he wants to stay here. Fine, whatever. I'll watch it on my own. I don't care. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven by Pioneer Ford, Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.